Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. You know, um, the episode is supposed to go out Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. What time is it right now, It is sweetie? now 7.16 Eastern. Guess what day? Wednesday. But there's a lot of amazing things going on right now. We got, yet again, this podcast is perfect because we just always have things to fill you in on. And this is the platform to do it. I don't even think I can fit it all in our Instagram stories. So um, let's hop into it today. Welcome, everyone, to the Freddie and Alyssa Show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook, be sure to follow the page. And if you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you'd like to leave us a five-star review because you think we deserve it, that would be amazing. We've been putting out content now for almost (laughs) four years. And we want to thank you for your support and tuning in every single Wednesday, sometimes at 6, sometimes at 10. 30. Who hey. knows when it's going to air, but we're in this together and we're having an absolute blast. Now, before we get into Alyssa's amazing news, which is she just listed a property <laughs> and we're already getting messages and we're going to hop into all of that. And if you notice, like, where are you guys at? Oh, yeah, we're know. in a hotel <laughs> and we're going to get into that as well. But first, let's uh, kick it over to Alyssa to talk about um, the Lost and Found Bookshop by Susan Wiggs. Where are all of my book lovers at? Right here, right here, right here. (laughs) Y'all, today's episode of the Freddie and Alyssa Show is brought to you by HarperCollins with the Lost and Found Bookshop by Susan Wiggs. If you guys are looking for that feel-good summer read, look no further, this is it. Because let me tell you what it's all about. After her mother's death, Natalie Harper inherits a charming but financially strapped bookshop in San Francisco and becomes caretaker for her ailing grandfather. Books provide welcome solace for her grief and struggle. People Magazine calls the book a feel-good family saga, a charming tale about the silver linings of unwanted detours. I also think it's a really good pick for a book book club. It is. Like, if I have have, one? I want to, like act this out doesn't it sound fun yeah i want to find i want to wait did someone pass away though oh that's not well, sad she, i mean I meant, she... no that's sad i meant that's not what i should joke about but i was like oh it'd be nice to have a book bookstore it would be so cool and i feel like what a journey this character is going to go on by inheriting this bookshop and i don't know i just there's something about going into a bookshop that is so special and i love the way that books smell the way that they feel in your hand reading them so if you guys are looking for that feel good summer book Look no further. You guys can go to harpercollins.com. That is harpercollins, H-A-R-P-E-R-C-O-L-L-I-N-S.com to grab your copy of The Lost and Found Bookshop by Susan Wiggs. Well, babe, um, would you like to start with your good news or do you want to get into our living situation first? Let's start with the living situation. Okay. Fill the people in, baby. So we, uh, we, we moved everything over to Alyssa's parents' Airbnb. So all of our stuff is over there. It's all set. I actually just met um, Benji's babysitter <laughs> over there today because we're going to be staying there um, starting next week. Uh, Alyssa's parents are closing on their house uh, Monday. Monday the 14th, baby. So that's going to be really cool. They're going to move in. So then the entire Airbnb is going to be open for us to resume living there. But I hope we don't have to live there long because we are searching for a place. But we decided to grab a hotel. We have a really busy week. And, you know, even when you're sharing space in general, it's like it's awesome. But there's something cool about having your space and working and doing all that yeah kind of stuff. definitely uh so we we looked up online we found a hotel it has a little kitchenette it's cute it's cute he it, like loves this place <laughs> if they would offer like it's too expensive like a night by night but if they offered a monthly like i would i would want nothing more than to live in a 200 square foot apartment no. with my wife I mean, and my you. son <laughs> but Alyssa wants all this space but i think what this place has showed us and i think you're going to agree with me you're not is we don't need anything big and crazy. Like, I want something extremely affordable, like an apartment, because we're making this work. Imagine if we had extra walls. Here's the thing, my sweet angel, is that we have lived in every type of place possible. I mean, we've lived in tiny places, and luckily, we get along for the most part. So, (laughs) it's totally fine. 
my main thing is I don't like sharing a bathroom with this guy. I think if it is possible in life and relationships for each significant other to have their own bathroom, I just, I really believe it causes less fights. <laughs> there is no fighting. It, it's it's a, she, she's upset about the shower, that there's, there's, there's hair. hair. I'm it's an Italian gross. guy. I got, I'm a hairy guy. So there's a little hair here, a little hair there. We share a bed. A little hair here, a little hair there. Little... Everywhere there's hair, hair. There is a lot. Yeah, it, and she's Freddy. making it. At a, a studio. I've lost my mind if you guys can't tell. E-I-E-I hair. I might just shower at a gym. Um, I, there's many things that we could choose to do, but I do agree that sharing a bathroom kind of sucks because she also takes, you know, three hours of her day to get ready. And then, you know, I have to go, Hey, you know, excuse me. I need to use the bathroom. That and then I she's like, and she's like, Oh, now I got to wait 15. And it's like, so it, it is a big deal. I um, do giggle though. When I see him and like, maybe I have my curling iron on the um, counter and you're just like bumping into it and you're just trying to wash your hands and everything is just moving and you're bumping into it. And I'm just like, that's why we need our own bathrooms. Well, my, my bathroom is so simple because at our last place, I had my own bathroom and it's just toothpaste, shaving cream, uh, deodorant, and like, that's it. It. So not, you have stuff everywhere. I. So I do. I do. I, I have I, it everywhere. There's just not enough counter space. I mean, I just don't know what there all this stuff is. Like you just brush your teeth. You, you, you take some some makeup and you put it on. There should be one brush. So make one brush. Yeah. To do every. So my lipstick brush and my eyebrow use, brush. Use the same. Use the same. <laughs> use the same brush. But I'm trying to talk her into which I have not showed you. Mm -mm. I found. So I was do, I was looking at reviews as well because the one thing that frightens me is that you're you're really taking a gamble on neighbors. But if you get a top floor in an apartment building, you're most people are upset about neighbors above them. Right. It's rare that people by the side of you are annoying unless it was that one guy who was blasting like techno music at seven in the oh, morning. Oh yeah, that was such a fun but, time. Um, but LA. that was like six years ago. But <laughs> I think if we get a top floor, we're going to be fine. And there's a lot of new apartment buildings going up, including this one that I just found. So they're offering one month off. Mm. So that's pretty incredible. So you can prorate that one month, which takes like, you know, $200 and maybe 150 a month off. And then it can be really affordable for us to be able to spend more money traveling, more money uh, to put down towards a down payment. There's like way more you know, um, pros. And I'm just trying to talk myself into an apartment, but the house, the house is so hard to get. We're yeah. having a trouble because there are so many applicants that are trying to rent. Even this townhome we looked at yesterday, they wanted a $4,000 security deposit. That's a little out of control. Yeah. Sorry. And it wasn't even like that out of this world type of a place that you're like, Oh yeah. We'll put that down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Let's talk a little bit closer to sorry, the Sorry, I've got a dog in my eyes. Oh, arms. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was really nice, but it, I just think in this market, we're just, obviously everyone is, they're like, oh, I'll take it, I'll take it, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it, we generally probably wouldn't have moved there. So the fact that they had a $4,000 security deposit on top of that, yeah, it was just insanity. So these apartment buildings, back to the pros, um, it's $300 security deposit. You can get a place for like 1600 bucks, which depending on where you live still might sound high, but to us, that's incredible because two bedrooms in LA are like three grand. So 1600 is a steal, one month free, and I want a gym, it, I wanna be able to have the clubhouse and like things to do, and I also wanna be in a place where you can walk because as much as I loved the big house that we rented for eight months, the only negative, the only negative was that there was nowhere to walk. And he means walking in the sense of, you know, coffee. we love to go get coffee or, you know, food, restaurants, whatever it is, and there was nowhere to walk. No, so you had to drive and you have to drive like eight, nine minutes to get out of the community and then somewhere. But luckily we did, you know, we were able to manage and most of it, the reason we picked that place is because it was in the middle of nowhere and we didn't want neighbors or anything when we were in the, in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. Cause we didn't get our second vaccine or like physically, like actually cleared till like April 15th. So only the past two months have we been now back into the world. And, um, it would just be nice to be in an apartment building where you can walk a half a mile to downtown somewhere 
and be able to get, you know, ice cream or get a drink or meet people and, and be out. So that's like another pro. Um, but now that we've lived here for a few days, it's, you know, we're managing and we could do this. Now, could we do this for a year? Probably. I mean, we could, but not really. But this is a not studio. Yeah, that's true. So imagine a one or two bedroom. So I think we should go look at that tomorrow if we have time because the, you get a month off because yeah. it's a brand new building. Well, we'll have to go check it out. Yeah. You have to show it to me first, though. I will. I, I'm and gonna... I'm going to actually look on the MLS and see what kind of town homes or homes we can look at, too. She's she's trying with the homes, but it's I it's just the security deposit so is so bad. much. And we're being out applicanted. What he said. Applicable. <laughs> There's just so many people it's that are submitting market. applications, but the, the apartments, you just walk in and they're like, do you want this? And we're like, yeah. And then you just give them your stuff and then you get the keys. Like that sounds awesome because driving around wasting three hours a day to then call somebody and they're just like, oh, it's been leased or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But speaking of a crazy market, something really cool that happened today is I listed um, a property in Winter Garden. It's a house. It's a three bed, two and a half bath. And it's just been very interesting because I think I put it up um, about, what would you say, 45 minutes ago and already two people have requested to go see it. My phone is blowing up, so it's probably more in there. Is there? Yeah. Take a quick peek. Let's see. Or is that from the... Oh, news? that's from the listing agent. Oh, what does your coach say? Or look for look at both real quick. Real-time answers. Real-time answers. Hi, Alyssa. This is Krista. To follow up on your response for showing time request for tomorrow at your avenue of the ARP... Oops, should I say that? Actually, you guys are probably going to see it. We'll just plan to visit the open house on Saturday. Thanks for the quick Oh, response. great. Love that. Great. Love that. Love that. So that's perfect. So so what so what's going on? So so what's the process then? Is it was this was this um, what you thought? Is it harder? Was it easier? Was it medium? Like what was the whole process from the moment you woke up till actually getting it posted? And what was it like taking pictures yesterday? Okay, so we took pictures and we found this incredible photographer. Um, and it's so funny because I feel like ever since I moved to Orlando, I find everyone through the internet like i'll look stuff up on instagram or maybe i'll google and i really will look at reviews that is like my number one thing <laughs> so i found this incredible photographer and it was orlando home photography he came by he did interior he did exterior and then he did the coolest aerial shots of the house and you know the beautiful water view out back and just the entire community the community was really charming yeah. Like just so sensational. And yesterday was a really gorgeous Florida day too. So I felt it really captured the, the pictures, that happy feeling. Um, so he came over, it was maybe about an hour long that he was there. And it was so funny because we were trying to do some social media content, but he was downstairs taking his pics. So we were kind of hiding in the corners and then the family was upstairs and then we would switch once we were done. But he was so wonderful. He went above and beyond and he got me the pictures at 8 a.m. this morning. I checked my email. I was like, okay, like I like that. That is fast service. And you know what else? Uh, I was trying to learn uh, just different techniques and he had this portable light that would flash and light up a room and it was hooked to his camera that was on a tripod and it was all worked by a remote. So what he ended up doing, because when I was going through with my camera, it, it, because the windows are there, there's lights coming mm -hmm. in. And so when you look at the, the video or the photo, if you just take one, the, the, the hallway in the back is dark or, or the, the lights blown out in the living room. So what he did, and I found it fascinating, is he had it on the tripod and he would take six pictures in the same location, but he would go in the hallway and hide himself and then flash the light in the hallway so that the hallway in the back would light up. Then he'd go to the living room, then he'd go to all these nooks and crannies, and then he would blend all six of the photos together, which is which gives you this incredible um, beautiful photos. I always wondered how they make them look so good. I know. Because how do you light the whole entire house? You can't. But right. he did it one by one it and it was incredible. really cool. And then this drone um, to do the aerial footage. and Which turned out amazing. And it's crazy because every now and then on the MLS, you'll see photos that are not good. And I'm, I'm always like, why do people take photos with the blind shut and it's dark and it looks like this weird dark house? 
Yeah. It just like drives me crazy. I'm like, you want it light and airy. You want it open. You want to showcase its beautiful property yeah. or the property in general. You know, everyone's unique. Every property is unique. So he just crushed it. I, he really exceeded my expectations. And I was like, thank goodness yeah, we I'm, found him. And there was a split second that I was like, I could probably do this. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm really happy that uh, we just did some behind the scenes stuff. And... Um, and that we we left it up to a professional because it, it's it was phenomenal. Like it, I, yeah. I I feel when when you pay someone for a service and they do this good, um, it's just a cherry just, on top. Absolutely. I was just so impressed. So, so you impressed. so he got you the pictures today at eight in the morning, and then you have to go. And for people who don't know. The, the, what's the MLS MLS and all that kind so of stuff? So the MLS is the multiple listing service. And basically, if you are an agent and you're looking to find a home for a buyer or you're looking to list one for a seller, that is where all of the listings go. So what's crazy right now in the Florida market is it's really hot and everything is going so fast. So people will have you know their notifications on or they're always searching and waiting for that next house to come up. Um, and what's interesting is the property that we're working on now, it's in a very highly desirable area. So I haven't really seen many homes lately in that area. You know, even when we were doing comparables and looking at different homes that have the same specs to come up with the price of what you'd want to list it at, we were just really surprised that, you know, it just things are just going so fast. So we did that. And on the MLS, um, I woke up this morning and I got a bunch of work done. But the thing is with the MLS, there's a lot of information that goes into it. So I had to send a data entry form to my clients to find out all of these different specs. You know, I gathered as much as I possibly could, but obviously, there's going to be a lot that they know more than I do. So it's just, it's a lot of paperwork, a lot to go through. And then you have to actually go into the system and you have to upload all the, all the photos and write a caption for each photo. Cause sometimes people don't really know what they're looking at. You know, you yeah. want to make sure that they know, Hey, this is the owner suite upstairs. You know, this is the angle from the, the foyer or whatever it is, you know, you just want to kind of paint that picture so they know exactly what they're looking at along with, you know, the schools in the area and just all the little details that you would never imagine you need. Um, so yeah, it definitely is very time consuming, but it's a lot of fun. You know me, I love a good detail. I am crazy, crazy when it comes to details. Type A, like give it to me, baby, organized, I love it. And so yeah, we did that and we finally got everything up um, this evening, probably about an hour ago, which is crazy. It was definitely an all day um, project but it was just so much fun and I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And I had a lot of people at the brokerage who I was working with and chatting with and trying to get in contact with. And you know, there's just so many working parts to it. So I'm really excited to have this one under my belt and um, see what happens this weekend. So here's the deal. We're doing an open house this Saturday because you know, family lives there. It's kind of hard to keep going in and going out and going in and going out. Um, so we're like, well, why don't we just do an open house Saturday? They can leave for a little bit, but we are getting requests for other showings. Oh, it's so funny. There's another one. <laughs> it's really cool to see. It's so cool to watch it happen. Yeah. Um, and we got it up late tonight too. Imagine, you know, tomorrow morning. Well, people are working though, or they're, That's you know, true. like this is always a hot time. Like even for us, like we're, we're after the podcast, I'm going to show you the apartment. That's true. So it's like sometimes, I think people are looking at all different people parts of it, but we have all day tomorrow, all day Friday. Yep. I mean, if I had to guess, I would say minimum 30 people are going to, 30 like potential yeah. buyers are going to yeah. show up on Saturday, Yeah. which is just a seller's dream because then that's when a bidding war starts. So it's basically going to boil down to who um, is going to you know bid the most and who's more likely to close. That's why people like cash offers because mm -hmm. it's just available. So if they know they've got the cash, it's gonna close and it's guaranteed. Um, even with a mortgage, with a conventional loan, um, if you're gonna put down 20%, that's a really good indicator that it's gonna close because once you're pre-approved, you have that 30-day waiting window yeah. where everything has to then be processed and the loan has to go out. But you know what's really hurting new buyers, and this is what was one of our biggest deter determinants as well, 
is that Alyssa and I didn't wanna put down 20% if we were gonna to choose to buy. So we wanted to do a three to 5%, but mm. here's what's going on in this crazy market. And for those of you who maybe know someone who just bought or sold a house or you're selling a house or whatever, maybe you'll understand what I'm saying on, on this particular point. But this market is growing so fast that the, um, the appraisals aren't even really keeping up yeah. So people would normally, you know, three months ago appraise a house for 300000 but now they're going for 400000 But what happens is if you're only putting down 3 or 5% and, and the appraisal comes in below what you thought, then you don't even have enough to cover it for the loan. And so they're, so with a lot of people who are selling, they're not even looking at people who are putting down less than 20% because there's a risk that if the appraisal comes in lower than what they offered, the whole deal falls apart. And then the seller just wasted 30 days of it being off market. Yeah. And uh, that's not, that's not, not a good, good. thing. So, <laughs> so even with this property, they did conventional or cash. Well, you can't risk it. Yeah. I guarantee you it's going to be, up when it's officially appraised, it will be appraised for lower than what they're going to yeah. offer. And so that's like a huge... That's what you're seeing, though, because the market hasn't caught up yet. So it's just a very interesting time. But then, like, two, three years ago, you had to, like... It was, it was a buyer's market, I think. So um, it was so easy because there were so many homes available that if you were a buying agent, you just go, look at all these choices, just pick one. And sellers were willing to negotiate because they just wanted to get their place sold. Where now it's the opposite, where the buyers are just struggling. There was a house down the street from them, um, the the people that Alyssa is listing for, yeah. whose whose uh, uh, home was is sold in like three days. And on Zillow, there were twenty four hundred people who contacted the listing. Yep. On Zillow, so because if I think if you click request information. Yep. It'll count. Yep. So it, I, I just can't wait to see what's going to happen. I wonder happen. if this got on Zillow yet because sometimes it takes a while. Oh, yeah. Take a look real quick. See if it's up on there. But, yeah, I'm so excited. We've never, like, to, to be at an it's open fun. house, like, Alyssa's, like, we've got um, little booties that we're going to put on people's <laughs> feet. So I think I'm going to be in charge of making sure everything stays nice and clean. I'm going to go upstairs and then um, legally... I'm not allowed to help at all. So I'm just gonna be the helpful husband. And if they have any <laughs> questions, I'm gonna have to refer them to the licensed agent. Uh, so yeah, I, I was I was told um, that I can't say anything, which is very difficult for me. Um, but it, it came from the brokerage and they're like, you cannot say anything. You better follow the rules, Ben. Well, cause if they say all oh, the roof or this, or hey, what's the square footage? I, I'm gonna be like, I know all of it, but I can't say anything. I know. No, it'll be fine. It'll say you, be have to, fun. you have to go to the agent. She's downstairs. Yep. Pick a number. Yep. Go wait in line. Talk to the to my <laughs> wife. And be like, can you put in a good point? But then they might. Maybe someone will write like a letter. I I think the the sellers would might enjoy if you know some people Absolutely. are writing letters. That's how your parents got the house. Yep. They made she, a great mom, offer, yeah. but. But she really went above and beyond and shared her heart and story of what was going on. And I'm seeing a lot that, you know, people, we get attached to properties. That's where you, you grow and you make memories and maybe you raise a family, whatever it is that you're doing. So you want to make sure that this really special place to you is going to someone you know is going to love it just as much. Yeah. You know? Like even when we left um, the Airbnb we were staying at after eight months... I, I felt I had a little bit of a harder time. I mean, obviously, it's a stunning, gorgeous property, but so many pivotal moments in my life happened there. Like, I got married, and I just had all these memories of different areas of the house where cool things happened, becoming a real estate agent, like, all of that. And it just, and I'm, I'm very sentimental, like, way more than you are. And it just was a little hard for me, so I could really understand from that point of view. Yeah. It's an emotional, you know, experience for some people. You got that attachment, baby. But I, I, I like the adventure that we're on. I was a little stressed, I'm not going to lie, like three weeks ago. I'm still stressed. Um, but, but, but it's I, fun. It's all fun. It's different every day. Yeah, I mean, we're like, I mean, we just have like a million things going on right now. And, um, and I, I just like it. I, I feel like we're on an adventure. And as much as we've just been working the entire time in, at this hotel, um, you know, we, we get to go down for dinner. 
and like you know that. there there's an arcade here and we got to like bowl a little bit which is really fun and so it's just nice after a long day around like 8 30 or 9 to unplug totally. because Alyssa and I have a very interesting um like career and and how we work in general even when I was on days I I, I didn't work much at the place you know when I like I was at the studio maybe you know 20 hours a week if that so a lot of the other time it was studying lines or it was working on other projects that we were working on and Alyssa and I have this um you know this this unique way of like working from home yeah. and it gives us the freedom to not have to show up to an office and kind of like you know you can we can sleep until 8 30 one day or get up at seven or nine or we can go to bed you know we can kind of have the flexibility work out of a hotel do whatever so all of that's great right but there's also no um i'm clocking out like that's one thing that i do hmm. miss about days and outback is you get a dopamine hit yeah when you sign out you, yeah. you have this sense of like freedom and it goes away once you're in your car you're like oh i'm driving home you're excited <laughs> but i remember when i used to go to outback and i would type and i would clock out you you're get like, this oh, shot. That. i remember that with my um travel agency job yeah there's something about clocking out that you get this high like, but i Friday. feel like working for ourselves it it kind of never ends never because ending. even when we go to dinner late tonight we're going to be looking through all the messages because it's fun, yeah. you know, but it is work. So when we were at the arcade the other day or we can go out by the pool or we can go to dinner, um, it does feel like a little bit of a vacation yeah. because if we're just cooking dinner at home and sitting down, it's we're always on the it's computer. True. It's been kind of nice to have the resort out there in a pool or an arcade, yeah. you know. It's nice. And people are vacationing, and that's one thing about Orlando and, like, even this area is it's some people vacation here, so everyone's on their, like, best behavior. Like everyone's yeah. excited. Everyone talks to me in the elevator. You know, it's not like an apartment building in LA where like everyone's heads down, but it's like here, everyone's like, oh, hi, how are you? What's going on? And you can tell people aren't <laughs> from here. They have that energy. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's really, really nice. But, um, but yeah, that's, there's, that, that's, what's been going on. And, and our, our main focus now is, um, is this open house on Saturday mm -hmm. and then on Monday, the closing of her parents' house. So they're going to move in. Yep. And then we have to find a place before, um, even like the 15th, because we're going to Missouri for two days for yes. your grandma's 91st, 91st birthday. birthday. But when I get back or we get back, I should say, um, the 17th or 18th, you know, I, I kind of want to move in even though we have a few extra days because I just need it off my plate. 100%. And I, I wanna just get into that rhythm of, of what we're doing because I feel like this transition is now, like we're landing, well, like the, the pilot has says, hey, we're landing in, right, in 20 minutes right. to your d destination. I'm like, oh great, okay, because we've been flying, there's been turbulence and then we're flying and now we're getting to land in this new chapter and we're just gonna go. Today's episode is sponsored by Green Chef. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow recipes, perfect for keto, paleo, plant power diets, or even if you just wanna eat in a more balanced way. Everything is hand-picked featuring organic veggies and high quality proteins delivered to your door, pre-measured and mostly prepped in insulated packaging. And that is my favorite part yeah. because as Florida Fred is trying to learn to cook and learn new recipes, Green Chef has been amazing to me. I love that everything comes, like you just open up the bag, you set everything there, you look at the list, the recipe is easy peasy, and I just follow it. And they're teaching me new techniques and different skills that I never would have came up with on my own. And all the food is so fresh. Um, so I want to thank Green Chef, and I'm going to be using Green Chef a lot in the future. I just absolutely love this service. And if you want to try it out, go to greenchef.com slash 90fredialyssa and use code 90fredialyssa to get $90 off, including free shipping. Again, go to greenchef.com slash 90fredialyssa and use code 90fredialyssa to get $90 off, including free free shipping green chef the number one meal kit for eating well now back to the show it's actually going to work out really nicely because we're going to have 
this open house this weekend. We'll see what happens. We'll close the deal Monday for my parents. Then we'll go out of town quickly, you know, yeah. two days. And then we'll come back. And our number one focus really has got to be to find a place to live. And I know that once we get that off of our plate, it's going to be easier to get into a routine and have a schedule and kind of just, you know, get in the flow of life a little bit. Because I know we've kind of just been living out of a suitcase for a long time. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I've been revolving the same five outfits. Oh, my God. This one, you guys are going to die. So... I told him today he stopped at Target to get a couple shirts for yourself, right, honey? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I said, babe, please just grab me like a couple like sundresses or something. I can't keep wearing the same five outfits every day because all my stuff is packed up in boxes and I didn't plan this out very well. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I will. I go, how fun to see what he comes home with. He didn't come home with one dress. I didn't know what you, I, I well, just what couldn't did you find see? one. What did you see? What was that like for you? How do you check uh, questions real quick? Oh, did you do it on your story? Yeah. So here, I'll pull that up. Real I just quick. don't want to end the recording. I just wanted to pause real quick there. All the way, to, oh, right there. Okay. Um, so what was your question? So my question was, what was that like for you being at Target? And why didn't you come home with any sundresses? I, it, it just was, I just didn't want to like have to return it. It, it, it was just, I don't know. I'm I had gonna no, have to I go had no tomorrow. Clue. I'll go myself. I don't even know where to shop around here. Target. I love Target. I just hope they have stuff that'll fit. Let me just make sure this is still recording. recording. That that was recording the whole time. You're good to go, honey. Test, 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 test. Yep. Um, so let's do a little Q&A portion. I love that. Um, when are you guys doing some acting together, like a TV or movie or anything? <laughs> Well, we did have a script that we were shopping around and then life got a little crazy. Remember Unplugged? It was an ensemble comedy about a bunch of friends who get back together for their 10-year high school reunion with one little, uh, what do you, what do you call that? Am I brain dead today? Twist. One twist. That's the word I was looking for. No cell phones, no internet for 48 hours. So... We still very much want to do that, but um, you know, obviously, right now our priorities have just shifted a little bit. But we will get there, um, even if it's a 15-year reunion, <laughs> a 20-year reunion. <laughs> oh, because we can just switch the. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like around our ages, they won't really care. I feel like a lot of people in their mid-30s play late 20s for. Oh yeah. A long time. Yeah. No, we definitely have time. <laughs> my phone is blowing up. Just... Oh my gosh. So many of them. Well, look at yours real quick because I had to look at, I, I didn't want to like miss out on this. So let's see a couple. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. So yeah, we'll see. We will definitely see. Um, when someone recognizes you, would you rather they be covert about it or approach you? Approach. Approach this guy. Yeah. He loves it. He's so good with everyone. Well, and also in my defense, I think there's a lot of actors. There's like a lot of people who are like, oh, you know, like, well, I think people like like Bieber and, and like yeah. mega famous people, they've They're been like, famous their please. whole life. So I don't even know if they have. I think they genuinely appreciate their fans. But you, you've seen a lot of times where like, guys, just like leave me alone. But that's more paparazzi than fans. Also, too, if you're Justin Bieber and you're saying that, you're going to get hundreds of people a day who come and say something to you. Everyone knows who he is. Well, that's where I was going with mine is that I have just enough micro fame that if one person every three months comes up to me, it's actually really cool. Yeah. You know, I never, I've never felt like uncomfortable or like no. it, it's a surprise like i never leave the house thinking someone's gonna recognize me i forget yeah and then someone will say something and i'm like oh yeah yeah like i forget <laughs> like i'm in my own world living my life so yes if you, if you happen to see us out and about say hello because i i love meeting um everyone oh, and you. we're gonna um we're gonna uh uh think about a 2022 you know tour uh, and, and hit up a few cities next year. And um, and we want to meet as many of you as possible because it's just been too long since we've been on the road and I just can't wait to, to meet you all. We'll do something like chill, like a hotel lobby or a restaurant or something. All right, next question. How long before Alyssa throws something at you for agitating her while working? <laughs> you, you don't really throw things at me. No. You just tell me to get out. No, it was funny. If you guys saw his story today, since this is Wednesday when it came out, 
I was sitting here and I, I like to use the thesaurus from time to time when I'm writing. It just helps me to be, you know, a little bit more expressive and, you know, every now and then you need a little help. And this one's coming over here while I'm working. And what were you saying? I was just picking on you. Just playing with but me her, about the thesaurus. Her biggest thing is, um, is she always, she's always, I'm, I'm going, I'm getting on a Zoom. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. <laughs> And so I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, just don't say anything. Just get out. Like, so she'll do the, the point And she just goes, get out. So I, I went to the gym today because I was forced you out. You did. You know what's funny? I have so many videos just from life of him having no clue. I'm like recording, but he'll be singing songs or like just really happy. Like, you, you, I just think naturally you make noise and will do things. Like, you'll whistle. You'll be singing. So if I don't say you know, I'm about to be on a Zoom meeting or whatever, you might just start singing and you won't know I'm on the Zoom. And then they're going to be like, who's singing in the background? I go, that's my helpful husband. Be like, this is a happy household. <laughs> it's so funny. I would love to find all the videos and do um, a mashup of them, of all the songs that I've caught you singing through the years. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? Because <laughs> he'll make his songs up sometimes. It's hysterical. Um... Any audition that you've done recently or will you be doing any soon? Um, I only did one in the past uh, couple months. Um, I think I shared a little bit about that, so that's probably old news actually. So I have no no new auditions to share. Um, but yeah, it just hasn't really been, I, I, kind, of, I kind of felt like I, I wanted to keep myself open because I felt like if it was meant to be, I would be auditioning, but I don't know. It's just, it's kind of not on the priority list right at the moment. You know, yeah. I'm like focusing on other stuff. And um, so maybe in the future, but nothing as of right now. And uh, now it's been long enough where I'm kind of getting used to it. And I think just like kind of letting it go for a little while yeah. is allowing me to open up and learn other things. And, um, and, uh, and I'm just really excited about this, this real estate and, and the podcasting and everything that we're going to move forward and do with our YouTube and Facebook channel here in the next couple months. So, uh, if we can just create our own content, I feel like I'm still able to act. I'm still able to be on camera. I'm still able to connect with all of you. So, um, the, like the best parts about acting, to be honest, I'm able to do online. Yeah. You know what cool. I mean? Like to, for me to go play like a character and like go to North Carolina for like three months, it's just not that exciting to me right now. Like it's not what I want to do. Yeah. Um, I would rather go to North Carolina and film vlogs and like go taste yeah. food and like video all of it than to play a character. Like I'm more interested in like and being Freddie at the moment than playing characters. Okay. But I think I might get the acting itch like in the future, but maybe not. I don't know. But I will keep you all posted on that do you see why i kept tapping that so yeah i have to go do tap, that tap, again tappy tap tap tappy um how's the yeah we talked about that there was still some on the other page when you say beats um when you talk about acting what does that mean hmm. a beat is um where you just take a pause uh, and maybe within that pause, you're, you're doing it to create uh, comedy, mm -hmm. suspense. Maybe you're just thinking about something. Uh, what's like an example? Like, say I asked you how your day is going. And you took a beat. It's not going good. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, they'll, they'll write beat in a, um, in, a, in a scene. So it's just, you're just taking that beat whether you're thinking about something or you're, you're hesitant to say, but it's just a pause. And sometimes it's for comedy too. You take a beat and then you land your joke. You know, it just, it the all The timing depends. of it sometimes helps, yeah. yeah. How do you have the energy you have? That one's probably for, well, it was on my Instagram, so maybe I'll answer it first, but I think about you for energy. <laughs> oh man, well, if for me, if someone was asking me that, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty exhausted <laughs> a lot of the time, but I, I don't know. I just, I'm grateful for life and I'm grateful for the moment. Maybe that comes from a lot of experiences that we've had and just every day I'm like, hey, I'm here. Let's go. Let's, let's make the most of it. I feel like I'm very, um, like driven for a lot of different things in life and especially goals. And I just, I don't know. I always feel best when I'm succeeding at something or helping someone or you know moving up into the right in some type of way 
So yeah, it just kind of comes from, I guess, gratitude and just being grateful for, for the moment. Yeah, and, and, it, and you have to practice it. You know, we're also a lot of the times that you see us, we're, we're as much as it's our job to make this seem easy um, so that you all can enjoy it. Like if, if, if it didn't come off um, in a certain way, then people wouldn't enjoy it. So even though we are being obviously ourselves, yeah. we understand that we're producing a show and that we want to have this be enjoyable for you. So if we're like really low energy or, you know, that's not as exciting. I think there are certain podcasts or there are certain um, shows where if you were going to talk about something a little more serious, then there are times that you could maybe, you know, sink into that. Like if you were going to go on a certain podcast and right. have those conversations. But Alyssa and I, the more and more that we're learning about who we are and what we're doing on the internet and what makes us stand out. And that's the one thing I actually like this two shot is I just realized like Alyssa and I are more, um, like we Posts. connect, yeah. yeah, like I can't describe it. Like I love, and we'll probably still do what we're, we did the two shot where it's a yeah. close up on Alyssa, but this is more our speed. Yeah. Like going live on Instagram or YouTube or looking to the camera right here, it, it just feels like it's what we do. Like it, like it's our job to share what's going on in our crazy lives, but, um, but we also like to bring the energy. So even times that we're tired or whatever it may be, like, we're here to produce an amazing show for you and we try to do that our best. So we want to bring our A game and perform. And the same thing happens with acting. Yep. I mean, there's times that I was on set and you're exhausted or the last thing you want to do, like, I'm, I don't know why this one just popped into my head, but I remember th there was a scene when, uh, when Chandler was in prison and I went and talked to him and it was this super emotional scene. We shot that at 8.45 in the morning. <laughs> Like that just like sucks, like 8.45 in the morning. So like I woke up at seven, you kind of get to work, everyone's waking up and you're just like, oh, and then you're studying these lines. And then at 8.45, I'm going to see hmm. Will and do these scenes. So there's certain times even, you know, that, but the, you know, it would have been nice to have it a little later. But then sometimes after lunch, you're sluggish. So at the end of the day, that's, that's, that's why you're a paid professional. That's, that's why they right. pay you what they pay you that's because right. you're an actor. When they say show up here and cry or be angry at 845 or 915 or 12 it. or 3 or 5, you got to do it. Um, but th those are the hardest things when it comes to um, to acting in general is that you know, there's days that you're in a super good mood. You know those days you don't have to try to be grateful. You're just in a good mood. And there's sometimes you have to be angry as a character. Yeah. Then there's times you're having a terrible day and you wish that it was like Aww. an angry scene to vent and get that out. But instead it's like a flirty scene, but deep down you're just so pissed off. So you kind of have to turn it on. So with Alyssa and I, um, she is definitely way more, and I am too. Yeah. I, I, just, I just think that um, we, we're definitely just, my whole point is that we're producing and bringing our A game because we want to entertain you. We want everyone to feel good. And... I just always like to remind people, especially lately, that it is work. You know, you really do have to work on choosing gratitude. And sometimes that can seem like a little like hokey, but it if you really, do it long enough, though, you start to believe it. And you start nature. to really um, think about what you're grateful for. And, and, it, and it really goes a long way. Yep. Um, so I practice that because I don't ever want my, my mind or, or whatever to get the best of me. I definitely don't want people to get the best of me. Like I'm working on controlling my own emotions, focusing on what I can control. And there's so many things I read or that I hear is that life is a lot about how you react to situations. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you a quick story. I wish I knew where I heard this or who said this, but I, I, this is definitely not mine, but this is a really interesting story or, or kind of like whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, there was this farmer and one day his horse ran away and the neighbor came over and said, your horse ran away. That's terrible. And he goes, maybe. The next day, the horse came back with a bunch of wild horses. And the neighbor came over and goes, oh my God, your horse brought back a bunch of wild horses. That's great. He goes, maybe. Then the next day, his son was riding a wild horse, got kicked off and broke his leg. The neighbor comes over and says, oh my God, your son broke his leg. That's terrible. He goes, maybe. The next day, they were drafting for the uh, for the war, mm -hmm. and they were taking any able-bodied person to be able to go fight. And the son had a broken leg and couldn't go fight in the war. And the neighbor's like, "Oh my gosh, your son doesn't have to go to war. That's great." And he goes, "Maybe." And the whole story goes on and on and on. That 
it's like you you never know what's good or bad it's just how yeah. you react to it and so i try to really focus on that to manage my um emotions yeah. because i expect a lot and um uh, of people i always feel yeah and, and and that's where i get myself in trouble you know i i just go look i can only control what i can control right and that's what really helps me so that's what feeds my energy and then lastly it's really finding what you love doing so that you're not yeah. just like oh i just want to get through this you know you you I, I i like going to bed like we have so much to do tomorrow that i'm excited for dinner because i'm really hungry I know, I'm so and hungry. then but i'm excited to like go to bed and wake up because of what we're doing tomorrow so finding things that you enjoy finding people that you enjoy being around and also limiting or cutting out anyone that's an energy suck mm-hmm. you never want anyone to Stay. plug into you and drain your battery you Ooh. want it to be a neutral or you want to both power each other up. But if someone plugs into you and drains your energy, that could also be a reason why. But that was my long-winded um, answer, answer to, that, to that. Let's answer a couple more here. Um, yes, it is Pride Month. Yeah. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. I don't know if we've seen any, like, are they doing any sort of parades here i'm sure they had one in orlando sure everything's open back up now can i tell you guys something crazy so i found out today this couple that was dating and i never in a million years knew that they were together i have to tell you so do you know who sarah paulson is yes you guys remember her what's her big show um ratchet nurse ratchet but i think she was huge on like american um, horror story or something her I don't know if it's her wife or girlfriend. Do you know who she is? Holland Taylor. And you might know her. Do you know who that is? The two and a half men mom? Yes. Yes. They have a 30 age year gap. But Sarah Paulson is just like so in love with her. Just says all these amazing things. Wait, how long have they been together? I think since 2015. So, because you know me, I had to do my research. 2005, they met at some party and they I think they were both dating or with someone else and that was kind of it. And then in 2015, they were at a party and they were both single at the time and they followed each other on Twitter and that blossomed into just this beautiful relationship. I just was so shocked. I was like, what? What? I love both of them so much and I just had no idea they were together. That is awesome. I did not know Isn't that. Isn't that crazy? What are people saying about the age difference? People are pretty chill about it. I mean, it's no one's business, no but one's it's just, business. it's it's interesting. Sarah Paulson was like, I find it so fascinating that people think that that's the most interesting thing about my life because she goes, to me, it's the least interesting thing. Well, because they're connecting us yeah. at, with yeah. this, at so many other yeah. levels. But I, I think typically, crazy? I think maybe just socially, most people, you know, you kind of meet people at work. There's like a few age difference. But sure. anytime there's 20, 30, 40 sure. years or something, I, I think it's just more rare. Yep. So people are caught off yep. guard. And they're just both such bosses. And I'm such fans of both of them. <sighs> Two and a Half Men was one of the greatest she, shows I know, ever. I know. She was fantastic on that. And then Sarah Paulson, we watched her nurse ratchet she was great wow what a show just so good so yeah i was just pleasantly surprised when i saw that uh, let's see if we can do how old were you when you started your first job um how old were you what was your first job well do you count babysitting because i started that at 12 years old probably I would always go. That counts. Yeah, like every Saturday there would be, you know, a couple families in the neighborhood, and I kind of go to different houses and recycle through. And so I started babysitting at twelve. Which now that I look back at it, I'm like, I was pretty young, but different. Times. Well, I mean, a twelve-year-old though, you you're not gonna burn down the house. You know how to call nine one one. Like you you can make better decisions than like an eight-year-old. I yeah. I wonder what they paid me back then. Pennies. Like maybe 10 an hour. That was great back I th- then. I think it was 10 an hour. I really do. Yeah, it's it's amazing to think um, just like nowadays with all these like Postmates jobs and Uber and 
like babysitting. Like yeah. I, I just find it hard to like. I mean, if you can find someone at a reasonable price for babysitting, but doesn't it seem like it'd be expensive? Now, it but then does. you also want it to be expensive because you want someone to be or not, a, but like yeah, take good capable, care of your just someone child. that you trust. But see, these are things we're gonna have to learn. Like I don't know yeah. what you pay a babysitter. Well, it's gonna I, I'd change say like, by the time. Well, I would say well, like twenty an hour, far. right? Or is that like? I don't know. Then that seemed like a. I don't know because it also depends if you are just you know getting someone who is obviously you know really smart and able to care for your child and maybe they're going through college maybe you pay less as opposed to like a lot of people will dedicate their life and be like a nanny or you know a caretaker or whatever it might be I guess it depends how you feel about that but would you pay more I mean what I mean I'm, I'm just talking out loud I've never thought about this so yeah. if this comes off wrong I, that's not my intention but like but how, how would a 22 year old college girl or a 52-year-old professional nanny, if they're going to watch your kid while you go to dinner and a movie for five hours, I mean, would the professional nanny Do be that much different? better? I mean, it depends what you're looking for. Do you want the professional nanny to be able to make all the meals for one kid and then do the homework with the other kid and then, you know, do the diapers on the bait? Like, depending what your life and situation is, maybe that's... Maybe if that's what you need. If you just need someone there to make sure that the kid doesn't burn down the house and gets to bed in time, then it's kind of like if, if you could probably pay less because you're like, look, just be on your phone, watch TV, do your own yeah. stuff, but just... But nannies are more like long-term live-in as opposed to, hey, every Saturday night we get a sitter so we can go out. That's, yeah. And that's, you know, I babysat for years, every Saturday. I love doing it. And then at 16, I told my mom, I was like, it's summer. I want to get a summer job. And so I went to Jamba Juice. And I didn't work there that long. Um, it was just, it's very stressful. Like anytime I go to a Starbucks, I just go, wow. Like I really commend you because that's like some high stress, you know, um, audience or not audiences, um, people that are coming in. You have these long lines. You have all these different recipes that you have to know and you have to make it. And then people are like, I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm over here. And you're yelling. And it just becomes second nature. I know. I know it is. But And that's kind of what you did when you served. Yeah. You just have a lot of stuff. But once you get again, it's just like anything. Once you, you get learn. used to it, I'm yeah. sure it's. But yeah, I, I think for us, like I, I don't even know how to give your Starbucks order, let alone make it. That's what but I'm if saying. you go for three weeks and you and you really pay attention, you pick it up. Like that's the the one thing though. When I worked at Jamba Juice, I discovered wheatgrass shots, which are so good, and also they have this smoothie called a peanut butter mood, and is the most delicious thing. Oh yeah, you've ever had in your life. If you haven't had it, get yourself that treat. Oh, it's so good, so good. And then what else did you do for work? So that lasted three weeks. And then what? <laughs> just, just as you were about to know the recipes for Jamba Juice, you'd bailed. Yeah, you know, I don't know what that was. It just wasn't for me. It wasn't a good fit. I did a lot of personal assistant work, like as I got into like 18, 19, 20. Um, I was a Disney princess at birthday parties in California when I first moved there. And it was crazy because I started in the summer. And you know how sometimes it can get to like 100 degrees in summer? Like, like in our hotel room right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We turned the air off so you guys don't have to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're melting. And we're melting. But imagine sitting here, how you feel now. Yeah, yeah, But with like three layers of a dress on and a full face of makeup, your hair up, whatever princess you're being, big puffy sleeves, and and then carrying this huge like suitcase with you that had the magic tricks in it, that had the face painting. I even did balloon animals, believe it or not. I, pro I bet you I still know how to do them in the face painting. Um, so yeah, it was just a lot because it's really hot and you're in the dresses. But then when you got to actually sit and be with the kids, they're giving you the best version of them because they're like oh it's cinderella or you know whoever it is so it was always a lot of fun and it was cool i kind of got to pick my hours on the weekend so i had the flexibility to do what i wanted during the week or i think that was my second job i think i did i think i worked as an assistant and then on the weekend would pick up some shifts and then i did a lot of promo modeling work for alcohol companies when i was like in my early 20s 
So you would go every weekend to different events and, you know, sometimes it was as cool as just walking around like with shots on a tray and passing them out. And other times you'd have to go to like a grocery store and, you know, those tables where they have the alcohol. They're like, hey, you want a sample? You want a sample? Ooh, that's tough. It, it was. I didn't love that. Anytime I'd see that, I'm like, oh, gosh. How would you know? How do you, you have to make sure you judge and not offer it to someone young? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I remember you trying to get at one point a bottle service, like a oh. bottle service girl in LA, um, or probably Miami, Las Vegas, Any like all city. of the big cities make a fortune, so like six figures, and you work mm -hmm. just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, granted till four in the morning, but that's a great job to make a lot of money and then be available for auditions. Mm -hmm. See, that's the thing that hurts actors, and that's why I'm excited for the auditions on tape to maybe, I never thought of that. If they keep auditions on tape, even mm -hmm. though the pandemic is slowly kind of you know over, yeah. thank God everything's getting back to normal. Talk to someone who worked at Disney. She's thinking in like two weeks, they're gonna get rid of masks. Really? So that could be interesting, but who knows? But my whole point is that we never could get a real job because it was during the audition process. Yeah. So you have to give up having a, like actually building a career you know, in case acting doesn't work out. Yep. So instead you're serving tables or you're dressing up as a princess on the weekends to get just enough money yeah. so that you can have just enough to pay your bills with roommates so that you can hope to book something during the week. But if they allow people to keep putting things on tape, you could go be an accountant yeah. or, or, or anything from, from nine to three or, or seven to three yeah. or nine to five and then put your audition on tape. And then if you book a huge job, yep. then you can maybe take a day off. Yep. But that would be more convenient because I think that's the struggle for actors. And that's why actors get in trouble because of the schedule. Yeah. Because what do you do when you're off Monday through Friday, you work just the weekends, all your friends are actors and you're just like, well, I go to the gym, I have my acting class, but you have nothing to do. Yeah. So you start partying, you start buying, you know, passing time and um cray cray world it's crazy but yeah so you what did, did you do for work well my very first paycheck was as an umpire in baseball really? i was like 12 years old maybe oh, I 13. yeah I, I i umpired a few games um but then i um i sold um furniture that i made in wood shop <laughs> so that was my second like kind of gig right and then i worked at mcdonald's and then when I okay. moved out to LA, I worked um, as a food runner at a restaurant for a day. I worked at a doggy daycare picking up um, pee and poop. Uh, so, so that only that lasted very fun. long. That was $9 an hour too. Um, and I had to drive really far. Really? Did you um, get to play with the dogs? Yeah, all? but it's, it's, it's not what you think. It's 90 <laughs> dogs and you're just, you're just picking up. They, they had a literal toilet and you would scoop up the poop on this massive cement, like big garage area that they were all in. And uh, you would mop up the pee in the bucket where you squeeze it, and then you'd mop up more pee Ew, and you'd squeeze no. it, and then you'd have to dump the no. pee and poop in a toilet no, and flush it. Not. And then you walk home full of hair, mm. and so that didn't last very long. I worked at the AAA for three weeks. Talk about a stressful job. Everyone's calling you broke down in the middle of the freeway. My God, my car, I need someone here. I'm like, all right, can't do this. Um, then I went door to door trying to get estimates for a contractor. They're like, hi, sir, would you like a free estimate on a brand new kitchen? If you want to get a new kitchen, you can you know, get an estimate, set up an appointment. So he'd pay me 20 an hour cash to go walk around and do that. This was back in like 2007. And then if I got an appointment and they didn't cancel it and he actually went, I'd get another 50 bucks. But you just got so many doors slammed in your face that it was like, this just sucks. Um, and then I settled at American Eagle for a year and a half. And then yeah. I settled at Outback after that for a year and a half. So I didn't pop around. Um, and then those you were, were two at Days for nine years. Then I was at Days <laughs> for, yeah, nine years. And um, so that would be my resume. That yeah. would be your resume. I've worked a lot of different jobs. You have. But it gives you experience in life. You meet people. I felt really... Um, Everything's led up to this moment in our yeah, life, you know, of like definitely. all those skill sets. And yeah, yeah we, we've worked some really crazy jobs, um, but they're all great. Um, you're getting a lot of messages here. Let's I do know. one more question. One more question, then we got to get this app up and get some grub. Okay, just go to. Do one more here. I think there are more on the other 
page, yeah. A lot of good questions, everyone. I so know. thank you. We should go live on here at. Uh... Oh, we should do that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Haters are everywhere. Someone just asked when he's gonna divorce me. Never, baby. Never. Never. <laughs> right? That reminds me of the. Um, that reminds me of Home Alone. Um, are you ready to give up? Never. <laughs> Which one says that? My... The robbers. Yeah, my favorite. Um... My favorite is when he walks in, Marv. No, not uh, Marv. Marv, no, Marv. Marv, and then who's the other one? Oh, um, uh, Harry. Harry. Harry, and then Marv. But Marv's the tall one. I forget the actor's name. But he walks in. I think this is in Home Alone in Lost in New York. Yeah. And he goes, Harry, I've reached the top. <laughs> and then he steps and falls. And then he's looking up, and there's a huge hole. And he goes... Wow. What, what a hole. hole. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's a great Classic movie. movie. So Harry, I've reached the top. That is That's a so great. fun. Um, I love it. But, um, but yeah, someone asked if we'd ever go back to El Paso, Texas. And I think this is a good way to, uh, to segue into um, to wrapping it up is uh, we possibly could. And like I said about our 2022 tour, that is like, on the list, but we haven't really started to figure that out yet. But I definitely think Texas will probably be one of the states yeah. that we stop in. Um, so we're going to pick like four, five, six cities in 2022, and that's our goal. Um, so we'll see how everything's going as long as everything keeps getting better with the pandemic and everything, which it looks like it is. Thank God. Um, so uh, we'll keep you posted on all that. Thank you, everyone who uh, who asked questions. Yes. And we'll do a live on Facebook or YouTube soon. very soon because we haven't really got a chance to sit down and yeah. answer questions live. So we'll, we'll figure that all out. Maybe we'll do a live podcast one week or something. That could be kind of fun. Um, but we want to thank you all so much for your time and hanging out with us and uh, you know, in, in our in our hotel room that's I at hope 98 degrees. I the lighting's all right. It, you could probably see the sun went down a little bit, yeah, but it we're did. fine. But we love you guys. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next Wednesday. Take care, everyone.